Hey guys, I had an amazing chat with Josh from Getaway. Uh, we spoke about Bombay club scenes, bodybuilding, daily ice cream routine, Shark Tank stories. You know how his mom is also his business partner, which I think is extremely interesting. Uh, how he approached different celebrities for brands, how he actually got Malaika involved in Getaway, and how did he even prepare for something like Shark Tank and the impact that he had. One of the most interesting insights for me was how he's derived inspiration from Eminem. We also had a very long chat about karma, luck, and manifestation. We also spoke about how we got a job in Google. We spoke about laziness and productivity, passion, uh, and you know, work as a work filter. We also discussed some of the advice that we've gotten from Dr. Velumani, and last but not the least, is learning from his mom and many other things. This is an action-packed episode filled with so many insights that aren't going to find anywhere else. Go listen to it right now. Thanks. Just the product you've come up with is something so unique, and I think the timing of that product is just fabulous, right? And I I, I love the name. It kind of is very clear that what the audience is as well. But before we talk about getaway, tell me about your personal life till you started get. Sure, I think uh, it's not really interesting. It's very uh, I would say mainstream. What every kid in india would do at that point uh, started studying in bombay born and raised in bombay mm-hmm. by the way uh, never moved out of my life never thought of moving out um, i live with my parents my elder sister recently got married uh, she moved to delhi though mm-hmm. she's also part of the business now but uh, it was always about my sister was 4 years elder to me i was in school i would sort of follow her path uh, she went to mithivai i went to mithivai she went to nmhms did engineering i did that she did mba from nmhms i did that <laughs> nice so uh, that's a very mainstream but uh, i think uh, my interest always lied in you know automobile and i always wanted to be- become an automobile engineer build the fastest car of the world nice uh, and quickly i realized you need a shit ton of money to you know sort of enter into something like this mm. or you need to take a career choice which is a very long mm. uh, career and ever since i was a kid i was there was no i mean i wouldn't say i was an adhd kid but uh, almost there right um, very less attention focused uh, was always outgoing cricket football name a sport i would play it uh, played for the school team nice. uh, cricket for a while um entered college and i think 11 12th is the choice where you make right science commerce or arts and i ended up taking science like my sister um, and automobile ke liye the only way was engineering hmm. at that point so ended up doing mechanical engineering hmm. but one year within mechanical engineering i realized yeah this is not something i'll be able to do for the rest of my life for sure um so passion tha but then you know it didn't translate into the real world etc etc uh so second year of my college i started this entertainment company uh where we did freshers uh, college mein freshers hote the but we were all 18 right just stepped out of 12 mm. and uh, 21 years was the age limit back then 25 to uske baad hua drinking age um and there were these clubs like trist alibi uh, canvas you know in palladium uh where we wouldn't get entry mm. ever mm. and these guys would have a problem you know where Uh, monday to friday business was almost zero and friday night onward it started so tuesdays wednesdays typically was like empty empty as like one or two tables sold mm. that's it mm. um so i went up to the owner of canvas which was like a very nice club at that point uh, it also had canvas laugh factory which is like 
the yeah. other yeah. genre yeah. the comedy comedy stand up yeah. comedy uh, we went and told them listen we have like a cohort of 800 students um, all our students uh, we obviously want to like you know they want to drink and party and enter clubs but it's not possible so it's okay if you don't offer us drinks but give us the club to mm. party uh, they said okay no problem i mean you know we're going to charge you like 800 bucks per head and uh, we said cool you know we're going to do this deal we're going to get all these people to get on board signed up the form told them to pay 1500 bucks made some money there and then just realized that you know this is something which all colleges face and uh, our college was one where you know there were a lot of students from outside coming mm. in uh, and they wanted that bombay you know bombay nightlife life. scene and that in nightlife was banging like you would go to clubs you would go to like pubs bars restaurant i think started right now like right around 4 5 years back mm. um so did that uh for the second year not just for my college but six other colleges nice uh and then canvas and alibi said listen uh aap student ke aap apne baki friends ko bhi bulao hmm. uh, you know do guest listing and all so we started doing guest listing um so a senior of mine in uh, college and i we partnered and we sort of uh, did this uh where we would i would have i had a blackberry then uh, i would have 25 2600 contacts on my uh, list and i would shoot out a message saying you know we're doing this this night and etc mm-hmm. etc et and we would get people in we would charge like 8 10% of the bar sales uh, this is what we made as money uh, no entry nothing um, did that for almost 2 years and then the scene died out like the clubbing scene sort of died out so we said okay fine i mean this was something anyway we were doing like on a mm-hmm. you know weekend mm-hmm. or like uh, just to make some pocket money or like uh, it was good money honestly but uh, Uh, it wasn't sustainable enough to sort of continue as mm. a business, mm. right? Um, and then fourth year was around the corner, so I said, okay, let me you know, focus, focus on, on studying. studying. And you know, last year, eh, one B K T, nahi lagi ab tak, abhi nahi lagni chahiye. <laughs> so sort of did that, and uh, after the right after that, we had this um, six month management sort of internship program mm. where mm. you'd go out to uh, companies and work, and you know, see where we are. So I went to future group. Mm. All my friends chose like an engineering field, but I said I want to do something in management. So uh, future group, eh? Future group. That time <clears throat> I uh, joined future consumer, which was the FMCG arm mm. of future group. So mm. future group, I went. So I realized that, yeah, this is right. Like, such brands are made. You know, this is a business which is sustainable, recession proof. Food is everything. Need is want whatever. Um, so the interest grew then. um and then i you know started seeing i was working very closely with uh, keshav viani who is uh, kishor viani ji's nephew and uh, um he was heading the home and personal care category at that time um so i realized you know this is something which you know it's not about anybody can't do it's just that people who can build distribution can do this easily um so product building was something that you know i was really passionate about um so i worked with couple of brands we launched uh, tasty treat right when i was you know exiting that six month mip and i got an offer that you know you can join in after your mm. whatever mba mm. program so i my I, mba was already enrolled for uh, so did my mba again work with future group for a couple of months during summers and then joined future group full time yes uh, so did that for a year uh, as a marketing executive mm. unfortunately i would say uh, whereas i wanted to go in the category department etc Uh, but then i realized marketing is nothing but vendor management so i don't want to do that uh, but i learned my fair share of you know things that i wanted to and i got a really nice offer out of nowhere uh, from this tech startup which was uh, into risk mitigation and fraud detection uh, in the digital world right 
uh, instant kyc was a product face match was a product um, and then they obviously had you know a lot of other apis like dl check aadhar check passport check and you know sibil checks and all that uh, regulatory section was something which they had already built with banks and you know couple of uh, psus uh, everything which was you know new age was something which i was exploring as a part of the business development team uh, spent almost 3 years there uh, grew to head of business development for that vertical uh, made shit tons of money because uh, the company raised almost 100 crore round which i was a part of and nice. you know i had esops so uh, did that almost for 3 years as i said and while it was my third year is when i started getaway uh but it was all like you know ghar pe part time mom did it and i was into fitness uh now that you look at me you probably won't find it <laughs> but uh, i was hardcore into bodybuilding like um and then i realized that also wasn't sustainable like you can't have okay the uh, uh, 120 130 grams of protein, protein every day you can't man. like uh, you know me being a jain vegetarian it's <laughs> more way more difficult option hi nahi hai matlab kitna paneer khaye kitna chana khaoge so that's when it sort of you know came across as whey protein i would tell mom and dad like listen you have to have protein like you guys are aging you need muscles 800 grams every year you are losing you have to you know keep this in your intake and they said no no we don't want whey protein and all and you know how it is around whey protein there is such stigma yes not a stigma but when they actually realized you know their source and how it's derived from milk and mm. all that uh, it sort of made sense for vegetarians for sure but then they didn't like the taste uh, both my parents are diabetics uh, my grandparents were also diabetics so history had been such that sugar to ghar mein khao hi mat um and then i would have okay i forgot a very important point i've been an ice cream lover all my life i have one scoop of ice cream every day i haven't missed in the past 16 17 years wow yeah every okay. day uh, any <laughs> any a, not just get away but any any ice cream, any ice cream. Uh, and it's just out of I don't know I mean a sweet tooth ice cream love I don't know like how you have coffee yeah exactly ice cream exactly <laughs> exactly and it's very difficult for me to you know make people understand that by तुम भी कॉफी पीते हो रोज मैं खातो ice cream रोज so uh, then I told my mom that listen why don't you you know make something with whey protein and mm. without sugar तो आप बनाती हो तो घर पे बना लो she made it I took it to the gym and you know people really liked it mm. and people started asking for it you know a couple of weeks mm. later So he said, "Cool, we'll make a batch for you. Vanilla was made. Hmm. Vanilla was made of protein. We were drinking protein. So vanilla chocolate is what we started with. Uh, six months, we just did that, hmm. and it was not about money. It was about whatever cost we were incurring. We were just charging that uh, because, like I said, I was having a very good job. My sister was uh, working with Jack and Jones and Verumod as a brand manager. It had been almost eight years for her in that role. So we didn't want to step out of our, you know, comfort zones and." uh honestly do something but i always wanted to do something of my own because my dad had been a businessman uh he had been into diamond trading and manufacturing my mom was into jewelry uh so i always you know wanted that freedom ke ha ye to kabhi bhi kar sakte ho matlab you know um and honestly a year went by and uh, this part time thing sort of happened and i told my dad that listen i want to go full time into it <clears throat> he said how much money do you make That point, so I said the salary is three, four, three lakh per month. Ban jate hai bonus, bonus salary. So he's like, "Itta salary tu bana paega usse ice cream bechke." I was like, "Pata nahi abhi ye point pe, but abhi sahi lag raha hai." So he's like, "Nahi nahi, ye sab mat kar, faltu ke kam. Aisi continue karo, thik hai koi baat thi." As a passion project, so he continued that for a while. 
Shark Tank happened. Then Shark Tank auditions happened, and then I said, "This is damn serious now." My founder at Identify is telling me, "Why are you doing this? Why are you quitting? Why are you doing this? It's good. And that time, our scale was like what eight, ten lakhs a month. Uh, we'd supply to supermarkets. We would, you know, sell online hmm. website. Yeah, that pandemic was. Pandemic was boom. It was good. But twenty lakhs at tops in a summer month, hmm. right? Um, and obviously, like. You would make money, but that wasn't the salary you drew, right? Because I wasn't paying anything to myself. I was a proprietorship firm and all that. Correct. Um, and then that just said that listen, Shark Tank was. So it means that you don't have to leave everything. Don't leave this. So I didn't quit. So my sister quit that point, and she said, "Okay, I'll look into it full time, and mom will look into it full time." Hmm. So they went to it full time almost a year before me. Um, and then Shark Tank Ed and I told him uh, Shark Tank got shot. We got the deal. उसके बाद भी ट्रांसपेरेंट बॉक्स में बेचते थे आइसक्रीम वैसे कि जश की मोम का आइसक्रीम है एंड आई थिंक आई गोट स्टक ऑन दैट फैक्ट माई सिस्टर वॉज अ वेरी ब्रांडिंग मार्केटिंग सॉर्ट ऑफ अ पर्सन शी ऑलवेज केपिंग सिंगल सेलेबल होना चाहिए ये होना चाहिए वो होना चाहिए नाम में तो यू नो शुड कम्युनिकेट वॉट द ब्रांड इज एंड ऑल दैट आई सर लिसन आई डोंट नो ऑल दैट बट आई फील बाई हैविंग दिस आइसक्रीम आई फाइंड अ वे टू यू नो माई क्रेविंग्स सो हाउ अबाउट गेट अ वे विद डब्ल्यू एच ई बाई माई दैन बिकॉज Whey protein was being used, uh, so everyone agreed, and we said, "Okay, let's print it and let's mm. do it." Mm. So it was just like that. But it was a function of seven months of thinking of so many names and not, not agreeing on that, and just one name coming up and everyone agreeing. Nice, so, yeah. And uh, so after Shark Tank, a lot of things would have changed. Yeah. What was your experience? Why you were in the tank? So uh, you know, we were at that point where. we want i mean at least in my eyes i want i wasn't seeing success because i felt that i had built a nice product which people should be having like you know uh, it's not about uh, you know ice cream mein kya option hai aapke paas but if there is a healthier choice that needs to be explored and we weren't just able to you know sort of put it out there with the marketing money or we didn't raise any funds it was all bootstrapped it was all self sustaining uh, so always wanted to you know be on air or somewhere to sort of you know get that limelight at least for the brand at least for the category mm. that we were trying to build and we were the first ones to uh, sort of start this in 2018 mm. um couple of brands came in after that but they also faced a similar problem uh, even though you know they raised funds but category of healthy ice cream nobody knew mm. um so shark tank was coming to india and i remember this very vividly my dad only told me that listen why don't you apply here i was like papa idhar india ka shark tank pata nahi kaisa hoga bahar ka to hum dekhte hai yahan pe i don't know how it's going to be so i said apply na at least hmm. tera kya ja raha hai tu hmm. apply kar le hmm. we applied and uh, i remember 31st august was the deadline of like filling the form we filled the form on 30th august or something uh 10th september we got a call saying listen you guys are shortlisted Uh, we'd like you to come down for a mock round. Uh, it's like okay, great. It was in Westin, like right, mm. you know, next to where I live in Gorega. Um, so yeah, we went there, and the idea was simple that we just want to go there. We want to put the brand out there. Uh, 
फंडिंग मिले ना मिले सेकेंडरी यू नो पार्ट ऑफ थिंग्स बट या पी आर वॉज इट एंड If I'm not mistaken, it was you and your mom who were on stage. Yeah, only both of you. Yeah, not his sister. Both. So my sister just gotten married and she was on her honeymoon. Ah, okay. And we didn't know the dates of Shark Tank. So you couldn't so, yeah. see. That would be a very rare combo for Shark Tank to have a son and mom. Yeah, it mom. is a rare combo generally. Also, In general, where people ask us that how do you work with your mom and you know how do you work with your son? <laughs> so we gave a TED talk on intergenerational business Ooh, uh, a year lovely. back. Lovely. Uh, and it's very interesting because you know she is fifty-five mm. now, fifty-four now. Mm. uh i'm half her age hmm. uh becomes very difficult sometimes you know for me to make her understand things like earlier she would tell us ye performance marketing mein tum log kya facebook ko 1 1 lakh 2 2 lakh rupaye pay kar rahe ho monthly <laughs> so you know you have to explain her that see this is roi driven this is measurable aap print ad karte the pehle aap flyer newspaper mein ye sab karoge to measurable nahi hota uh but it's a it's a lot of fun hmm. uh there are you know challenges to its own but uh, i feel we are very well defined in our roles hmm. my sister my mom and i um, so, so who takes care of what so mom takes care of everything from production hmm. to uh, r&d to uh, operations also hmm. and now a bit of finance okay. uh, hr functions is something which we've split across uh, i look at everything sales everything uh, in terms of i mean both of these if you ask them they will tell you that i don't do anything and i am the ceo and i just ask them to do shit uh, but of course that's how it is uh, and my sister looks at everything marketing branding nice. offline btl atl everything all of that malaika's partnership so which brings me to malaika so tell yeah. me about the story of how you got malaika as your partner yeah i'm not going to say brand ambassador i'm going to say investor partner investor yeah. how did that happen um uh, essentially you're on the so I told you about mm. how we raised funds from Biryani Bai Kilo right after Shark Tank, mm. right? Um, Shark Tank happened, and I think Shark Tank happened in Jan and September, October. The same year is when we raised a two million dollar round, and uh, we had the money. Mm. Said, okay, what do you, what do we want to do? Do we want to get a celebrity on board? Mm. Um, so consciously, we were convinced that we have to have a celebrity because honestly, it was more of that quality walls. के पास भी है, Magnum के पास भी है. uh faces don't sort of i, I mean if they don't help you in sales but it'll, it'll help you in uh, credibility and you know, people associating recalling your brand better hmm. um so he said okay we'll get a celebrity very clear on that from day one that you wanted a female celebrity uh 65% of our customers are female um so he said okay what are the options so ulta hona chahiye I mean, होना चाहिए था, but uh, we we also. But the research was like. We we our research strongly suggested that you know women, if a woman talks about a problem, women are convinced. Interesting. Um, That's an interesting yeah, insight. Yeah, and uh, you know that, I would say the hotness quotient and all of that. I think it's far gone. Gone. वो सब नहीं चलता है. You know, people <laughs> want authentic stuff. People want real stories. Uh, so. वेरी क्लियर कि फीमेल लाना है करना है एंड देन वी सेड ओके पैसा है तो अब क्या कियारा से बात करते हैं श्रद्धा कपूर से बात करते हैं कैटरीना कैफ से बात करते हैं समवेयर एट सम पॉइंट एवरी वन हैड बिना कस्टमर्स यू डायरेक्टली यू नो कॉन्टेक्टेड देम स्पोक टू देम थ्री मंथ्स इट टोकाज टू जस्ट स्पीक टू देम एंड जस्ट फिगर आउट कि क्या है वी हेड नेवर डन दिस आई हैड डन दिस बैक इन फ्यूचर ग्रुप विट टेस्टी ट्रीट वेरी वॉट वरुण धवन पश्मी एड डन इट विद रनवीर सिंह फॉर जैक एंड जोन्स Uh, so we knew how it works uh, but 
we also knew how much you know money you would have to spend to get that face out there after you get from, them on board after you get them on board right so i think exactly what you said 1 to 3 uh, if you're paying say a crore 3 crore is what you need media money minimum uh, production all of that is separate um so that was very clear that inzela loge uh, everywhere we spoke everywhere we went and and honestly i respect all celebrities whatever conversations we've had from where they're coming and you know what their you know motive and objective is in all fairness to them it is very transactional mm. uh, you know when you sit down with them they'll be like you know we can devote a one day in a year and we'll charge an x crore of fee right and it's in crores uh wherever you want to use her face or his face is up to you but that media money is also needed to be pumped by the brand uh then he said okay isme to 4-5 crore lagne hain is it even worth it uh so we were contemplating at that point and i remember we were already discussing something with rithik because we said rithik ke sath kuch try karte hain investment angle you know because he was keen on doing something also uh didn't work out for whatever reason and randomly happened to meet malaika uh actually through a common friend also saranj who is a celebrity chef and uh, who had connected me and malaika way back uh, and then we had this meeting at the exceed office where uh, malaika very candidly said listen you know i i mean we said that listen we don't want to get you on board as an ambassador but more as an investor um, so you would also have to you know come in pump in some money and you know uh, not be like that one year one day but be available whenever the brand needs and she's like yeah let's do it and was that quick nice. um and she shared very I, i would say i don't know why we sort of you know didn't approach her uh, way back but uh, she is exactly what we want getaways brand ambassador to be uh, you know she's a mom of two uh, she's the i would say the ideal woman for you know fitness uh at her age the kind of yoga the kind of you know practices she does her regime is super strict i mean she wakes up at 5 am in the morning and she knows what she has to eat and she knows what her day is going to be like mm. uh very enterprising very intellectual uh and that's not something that you would you know see her from face value right um so a lot of things connected she understood a lot of things about business mm. and it just happened uh after shark tank aired i'm very sure you would have sold out you would have had a lot of yeah. the the high how did you deal with that extra load that just came in yeah honestly what were you expecting it or was it more than you expected we had been called and told listen you guys are airing day after hmm. and they they don't give you the date they tell you two days prior ki aap parso live ja rahe ho or you see it in the promo which is the next hmm. day or the third hmm. day of the episode um i remember clearly this guy calling us and telling us aapko 5 6x minimum aapko aayega order volume aap prepare kar lo i was like do din pehle aap bata rahe ho to kahan se prepare karenge but anyway chalo we'll we'll figure out and we'll do what we can correct uh at that point we had 20 cloud kitchens i would say across like bombay pune and uh, some parts of delhi uh everything blew up half an hour, 5 minutes i was a pitch 5 minutes into the pitch like all of us like had come home family friends watching it at my house uh and we had a cloud kitchen operating out of like our mm. building mm. um where there was like two large freezers one space one guy was managing he um, he started calling he said system and we saw there were like like 300 orders from that outlet and this is like not even five minutes into the pitch 
and then I was like, listen, guys, you guys, you know, watch the episode. I'm gonna be down. So I, my sister and I, uh, we went there. There were 65 riders, Swiggy Zomato riders, all like around, you know, us. And we said, listen, this is the situation here. What about other outlets? We don't have people to manage mm. so many, you know, mm. orders. Um, so we said, okay, you know, let's not get uh, swayed away mm. by all of this, and let's not get worried. Um, manage that well, but we realized the quantum of it then, and then we said, okay, hafta hoga, das din hoga. So we prepared for that. This went on for almost three months, like because it was also peak summer, and you know. Um, so we we sort of made the most of it i would say so you got i think the time it aired also was helpful so it was january uh, which was peak winters in delhi but uh, bombay and pune was all our markets but we started getting so many inquiries so many calls from all over the country that are you in trivandrum are you in hyderabad are you in chennai are you in kolkata are you in bhubaneswar are you in guwahati uh, we want a franchise here we want a distributorship here so just sort of skyrocket so yeah. did you actually take up any franchise distributorship or so we uh, did something very smart we said uh, we're not giving out franchises at this point because we are not, we're not ready but if you are a distributor we can give you product at whatever x amount of margin hmm. uh, but the moq has to be 2 lakh rupees hmm. so we used that and we got good amount of 60 70 lakh worth of orders we capitalized on that of course right. um, but yeah and if i'm not mistaken you got two or three investors from the shark tank at the deal so from shark tank we had gotten three investors uh, it was aman ashneer and vinita on the show uh, it was a 1 crore deal for 15% nice uh, at that point nice. now that i think of it i was like 1 crore mein kya hi hoga but yeah ek bhi celebrity yeah kuch nahi hoga aadha celebrity aayega and uh, so when you started what was your team size and what's your team size today so we started it was me my mom and my sister three three of us and uh, as we went along the way i think year 2 was when we got a bit serious about it and pashmi quitta job and all um that time i think we had three more employees mm. one to do accounts and mm. you know one to do operations and one to sort mm. of be on the field mm. uh from 6 to today we are 70 people strong oh wow uh, across india across operations uh, finance marketing huge groups i would never imagine ice cream brand that is what 3 4 years old having 70 people i mean i would think I it would be <laughs> much smaller with a large distribution and in all of this who is the one person who inspired you the most uh, out of the three sharks i think uh, honestly aman hmm. because his story is great right hmm. i mean bootstrap guy didn't hmm. take funding for a while hmm. and uh, scaled the brand to almost like 4000 crores in revenue right nobody has done that in mm. that electronic that space, space. Uh, and and him coming in from that angle also that you know he's very humble in that sense that he'll not take all the credit for it whereas they've done great work in the mm. past right um so whenever we met him after shark tank we met him a couple of times we went to gurgaon to his office um so his story was very similar to you know what i was you know seeing myself in and uh, just was inspiring enough for me for my mom is vinita though uh in outside the sharks who have you drawn a lot of inspiration from outside the sharks i think four people uh i mean this is general global yeah. okay uh, so steve jobs for sure um everything marketing is something i've learned from him uh sir alex ferguson he's he was uh, manchester united's manager for a very long time mm. 
his leadership traits are something which I really, really, I mean, people management and all that. Uh, Eminem, hmm. who is this uh, rapper, right? That's the, f- I've never yeah. heard somebody being inspired, but I, I want to double click on that. Go a little deeper on that. So uh, Eminem, because, you know, I was listening to hip hop very early on hmm. in my life hmm. and, you know, the songs just easily relatable and, you know, the kind of hardships the guys face being a, you know, white guy coming into a, you know, hip hop culture, which was largely culture driven by blacks. Mm. Um, how he stood out and how he sort of, his life and, you know, uh, didn't have a mom. Like, mm. there, was, there was a mom, but then she was a drug addict mm. and, you know, early marriage, divorced, had a kid, took care of the kid and all that. Just very inspiring. Uh, and who's the fourth person? Uh, fourth person is Warren Buffett. Ah, nice. Um, so these four, I mean, there's frame of these four in my office, in my cabin also. Nice. Uh, deeply inspired by all these four, for different reasons, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no one Indian? Ratan Tata. Ratan Tata. Yeah. Whenever somebody talks about Ratan Tata, the first thing that comes to my mind is not business. Not yeah. him as a businessman, but him as a philanthropist. Yeah. The amount of things he and all the Tatas have done for the country yeah. has been phenomenal. Phenomenal. India has so many rich people, but I don't think anyone has contributed as much for the social upliftment of the country as much as... I don't think nobody even close. Maybe Narayan Murthy, but... No, not even close. Yeah. They're not a stuff. I mean, $102 billion donating out of, I mean, your own well to charity, nobody has done. So when people uh, say 1% club, yeah, it's... I, I don't think a lot of Indians have signed up for the 1% club. That yeah. I'll keep 1% 99, I'll give away. Sure. Many are on the way. Sure. So I know Wipro does a lot of uh, Wipro does a lot, great yeah. work. And um, so one of our businesses earlier on was sold to Wipro. Right. And uh, the then CEO of uh, Wipro Infra mm-hmm. has now been moved and he's now in charge of just the uh, CSR arm right. of Wipro. Right. Which has, if I'm not mistaken, like 3,000 employees just in the CSR arm because the fund that they have is so large. Wow. But I don't know how much of the fund has been deployed. Yeah. And from what, uh, whatever I know of this, they are spending a lot on education. Mm. So they have a school for mm. creating more teachers in the country. Right. And I, I love how all these different people have taken up different causes. Yeah. And um, uh, so I also follow Bill Gates uh, quite closely yeah. and his uh, yeah. CSR work yeah. you know, through their foundation. Yeah. He comes to India almost every year. And he's doing great work in great, India. Which I was surprised to hear he's yeah. coming here and spending time here, funding yeah. initiatives on ground here around clean water, clean energy, right. and so on and so forth. Right. It's very inspiring to see. I feel, I feel we need more of Radhan Tata's in India for sure. And Azim Renji also, of course. Um, because it's, you know, it's very, I would say, it's very overwhelming when you hear these stories and all, but uh, nobody ends up doing it more. So I think we need more of those. So, uh, we run a foundation called Million Lives Foundation. Right? Oh. The idea is every year we want to touch a million lives. So in 2024, a concept that we're planning to launch uh, is an app called Karma. Right. Karma is going to do a simple thing. It's going to connect NGOs mm-hmm. and people. Because today, if you ask me, hey, would you like to volunteer? Of course, I would love to volunteer. Yeah. Hey, how often do you volunteer? Yeah. Maybe once a month, maybe twice in a quarter. Sure. Why? I don't know where to volunteer. Correct. Right? Correct. Most people don't know. Now, if I have to choose between volunteering for old people or would I like volunteering for pets? Mm. I would choose pets because mm-hmm. I have a person. Because you like pets. Because I like pets, mm. right? Or whatever. Everyone has different sure. affinity. Somebody could like uh, working with children and so on and so forth. So, idea is going to be simple. It's going to be like a Google map for 
volunteering wow. where wherever you are i think uh, that's needed around you what is there interesting and you can volunteer only two things you can volunteer your time on ground on hand like hands on right. like people need to move things you know paint karna kuch whatever yeah. which is yeah. you're spending your like literally labor yeah. or two you can volunteer your mind oh what do you know volunteer your mind so is now what is the uh, like what is my best use should i be on ground helping one thing on this you know doing one event yeah. or can i work with the founder of that and help them raise more money interesting right and i've been able to do that for a couple of ngos where i volunteered i've actually landed up volunteering on ground but very quickly help the entire organization to do something bigger which sort of largely helps the organization which overall so rather yeah. than impacting one person you can Absolutely. impact thousands right? right so allowing people to do that i know so many people who are retired who have so wealth of knowledge why the name karma do because I, i'm a big believer in karma and i mm-hmm. think if you do something good in the world if not immediately somewhere it kind of pays back mm-hmm. comes back mm-hmm. and i'm a big believer in that fact it's not why mm-hmm. oh, do something good for you and sure. do something for me now sure my philosophy has always been hey when you can do good do good without any expectation for any return absolutely now. in the overall picture are things will go in your favor and it's sure. always whenever i have till now so many people you know who talk about success even whatever little success i have achieved i would be remiss to say that oh it's all my hard work no team ka hard work yes my hard work team's hard work we built a great thing but there's a large large factor called luck i feel i feel it's 100% luck I feel there's no hard work in life, genuinely. So I I'll disagree there. So I believe that if you're if you've put in the work and you've created something, mm-hmm. when luck comes your way, if you're able to grab the opportunity, you're able to maximize it. How do you think you've put in the work? By preparing a company that okay, I'll give an idea. Mm-hmm. I had a startup that failed, mm-hmm. right? It's a bad thing. I was telling you about earlier. Uh, we lost a lot of money, but we learned some lessons. Mm-hmm. When the next opportunity came up. Mm-hmm. I didn't go create the opportunity. I saw the opportunity going. I'm like, one sec. I know what to do. I have some yeah. of the basic stuff built in. Yeah. We were able to grab the opportunity and scale. If I didn't have those basic things, mm. we wouldn't be able to scale. But where does that subconscious thought coming from? I have no idea. That's destiny. That's Achha. luck. <laughs> so I mean, I, I'm a. I mean, this is what most of my mentors mm. and most of. I mean, all my life, my parents have kept telling me that give yourself some credit. Mm. But I feel it shouldn't. Uh, because everything is a function of people around you elements around you so there is no way you can control that yeah. and a lot of times i mean i've also been in that at that point where i felt okay i can control this i am doing this i am consciously you know generating leads and i'm getting business and all that and it's mine right uh, but in reality i feel it's not so i come <laughs> from that thought that it is 100% luck mm. obviously seizing opportunity you know getting that opportunity window right and all that is there uh but yeah i don't believe so i'm that. also a big believer in manifesting manifesting absolutely what you want right exactly i believe in manifesting so. because and i'll tell you whatever little science that i have attached i'm not yeah. I, i don't yeah. think i i'm not I, nobody else may validate this yeah when you manifest and if you are able to share your mm. thoughts mm. with folks that hey i mm. want to do this yeah people have a uncanny habit of helping you when you've not asked for it i'll give a very mm. weird simple example two weeks ago i was in delhi for a meeting uh i really wanted to meet somebody who's being inspiring me and i had told a few people about it yeah. and this was pure luck i was yeah. at an event person sitting next to me was ankur wariku somebody i right. admired a lot because right. i i know his story i know sure. his you know how he's grown sure. uh, failed ceo i know sure. i know his entire history right 
but then he's able to create a personal brand now he's mm. you know doing really well yeah. in life uh, when i mean well i don't mean only money yeah. lifestyle wise i think Absolutely. he's living a very nice lifestyle and so on and so forth and he was literally sitting next to me at 3 hours with him right mm. next day morning i'm sitting with the uh, md of subway mm. uh, everstone and i just landed up ha- weird and i told him about i was in, i'm excited i met yeah. ankur and all and i told him oh, no i've invited ankur as a guest on the podcast yeah. and ankur said you know what i'll be your 100th guest after yeah. you cross 100 you talk to me then i said right. if i cross 100 you will be right so i even put it out there i've tagged him also on social ke hey, you agree to 100 nice. so i'm my team and we are way counting here 100 ka pahunchega right. so i'm telling this to yeah. a friend and i told him oh you know but my dream guest like he's a who's your mm. dream guest i said my dream guest would be kunal shah from cred yeah yeah pata diya maine sir yeah he's the one said i know kunal I'm like You know, Kunal. Like you have nothing. Like you're, you're yeah. not in fintech or nothing. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no. He's pinged me a couple of times in the past. I have his number. Right. Be pinged now. He pinged me in front. Five minutes later, he gets a response saying, "Hey, here's my email ID. Ask. Right. I should to reach out." Nice. So my team is reaching out. Nice. And hopefully, again, if everything goes well, and my luck plays in my favor, I'll be interviewing Kunal Shah, who's somebody. Keep I, manifesting. Keep manifesting. The weirdest manifestation has been when I was. I really wanted to meet Elon Musk. Now, don't ask me. Ah. Uh-huh. Just wanted to meet the guy. You know, I wanted to be Elon Musk. <laughs> Don't ask me why. <laughs> right. Uh, so I've been telling people, like, okay, I want to meet Ratan Tata. I want to meet him. Yeah. So I want to meet Elon Musk. And uh, people have connected me. Okay, I'll connect you to so and so. Yeah. ठीक है. And I was I was being interviewed by somebody. Yeah. Uh, this is an entrepreneur in Washi, and he was interviewing me. Interview खत्म हो गया. I was telling him. I think he saw a photo of Elon Musk somewhere or something. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, I really want to meet that guy. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I can introduce you to him. Yeah. It's like what? Like, how, mm-hmm. What are you talking about? And this is just before the pandemic. I think this was like Jan, Feb, twenty, twenty twenty. And uh, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, my brother yeah. is a professor in a university in the US. Really? It's a very less known fact, but Elon comes oh. there as a guest visiting lecturer. Wow! Once a year. Don't. He's like, what I can do? Yeah. Is you have you're qualified enough to be a visiting professor? Yeah. Yeah. I will tell my brother that you told me at that time frame. So I'm putting wow. on the same campus as him. But yeah, we're the last mile, last mile to take. Interesting. And so now, uh, uh, then pandemic happened, so I didn't follow up. But mm. I think now, now that you've got this back to me, should manifest. I'm should hundred percent manifest. And trust me, it will work. The when people use the word vibes, mm. it's mm. nothing but energy. Energy, right? Yeah. Like there are times, you know, you'll just meet a person. The person's open hasn't opened their mouth, right? But you instantly like, "Hey, this is a good guy." Absolutely. It's just Absolutely. energy, right? Energy people give, and same with Absolutely. other way around. Like Absolutely. person enters, you're like person don't even open their mouth, but you're like Absolutely. something's off with this Absolutely. person, right? So I'm a big believer in big the, believer. I see energy it. and manifestation, right? Uh, as you're growing, uh, get away. You know, I I know you're now part of uh, another company, which is you know the bigger right. company, Biryani by Kilo. Yes, right. Uh, what is your vision for get away in the next three to five years? So. Uh, one sentence vision i would say i want to change the way people look at food uh why we started with desserts was because that's something you can never think of mm. you know being healthy mm. or, uh, at least ice creams being healthy when we started mm. but we did that now i think the journey is going to be how we pick other categories and how we try and change the way people look at them uh cakes maybe cookies maybe uh, even salads maybe even bowls Ooh. maybe even get into all of that eventually okay uh that's the idea under the brand getaway or under the brand getaway under the brand getaway so all so if it's still under the brand getaway it would still have way by the way we've changed the name now okay uh so the now now the name is getaway with w a y ah okay because we getaway. wanted to order ah okay so i'm thinking spectrum, yeah. but the minute you have way yeah, w h e y i mean so, then it's also pigeon holding you into yeah. a 
so it restricts the diet class uh, people wanted keto people wanted vegan mm. so we can't use vegan vegan mm. uh, so it was a conscious call we took uh, almost nice. a year and a half back nice. we changed the name to nice. wayy if you had not done getaway what would you have done i had applied for a job at google and i got accepted so you got accepted yeah. so i got an offer right when shark tank episode was about to air i applied and got an offer i'm sure i would have been at google um yeah nice yeah. and what is a business lesson that you have learned that you may not have learned if you are not an entrepreneur i think patience mm-hmm. i am someone who has been impatient all my life beat for anything exams cricket match uh, and because of impatience you know you become also a very different person in terms of you get angry very fast you you know sort of tend to not be grateful for things you have uh, i never realized this until i started my business and i started failing at things uh, and my dad kept telling me that listen i know you know i've gone through this and i've been that impatient person and i know what has helped and what has worked uh, and i kept saying no it must have been a different journey for you different for me and times are different and all that i have to you know prove things to myself and not to you and mom and all of that <laughs> So I was very impatient in terms of doing what I want to do, and I wanted to start something. And even before getaway, two years, say I was just constantly craving what I want to start something, start something, start something. Kuch nahi click ho raha hai, and you know. Uh, but I think business has taught me patience, and uh, there is a time for everything. There is a timing for everything. Even a product market fit, like what we were discussing earlier, right? If you launch something which is great, need not work because you are probably ahead of your time, or you know, way past that time. um so being patient is something i really really uh, feel business has taught me what is a personal hack that you use to be productive honestly if you're lazy you are productive so every time i i sort of want to get things done hmm. uh hack wise it's just a list in my head uh, prioritization wise i know what to do but uh, just delegate just delegate and empower people mm-hmm. around you to mm-hmm. learn the way you think mm-hmm. uh my working style may be way different than my sisters and my moms uh, in every aspect uh, but my team if they start thinking like me uh, my work is getting reduced because they know what the next question is going to be from me so you know they would have the answers um so yeah i think that when you hire people at getaway what is a process of filter that you use which has never failed you honestly i'm new at this it's just been a year and a half since mm. we've been hiring and we've hired like so many people in the mm. last one and a half year mm. we've gone wrong multiple times i think what's worked is ask people about their background and about their passion and uh, see how passionate they are about any particular thing mm. uh, if they are passionate enough about something that they've done in life uh, they will do well in something or the other is what i feel and I also so yeah funny story actually uh, when I interviewed at Google um, this person I won't say the name but was interviewing a very senior person at Google and this was for a sales role uh, for Google Cloud um, he asked me where are you from and I said I've been born and raised in Bombay so what do your parents do I said they've been in hmm. business and all that hmm. uh, and then suddenly sort of you know swayed away from the conversation and you know had a very different I would say. Uh, I'm very. I, I could make out that now you know this person being different to me. 
So I said, do you feel that this uh, changes anything? Like, you know, me being from good city. He's like, listen, no offense to you, but in my experience, uh, kids who are from tier two, who have had more hardship, you know, than someone like you, uh, always fare well in future. And I didn't agree at that point, whatever. I got the uh, job, I got the offer and all that. Um, and then when I started seeing this in my own business, I started realizing that there is, you know, subconsciously, consciously, I don't know what, but there is this zeal in people uh, coming in from tier two, moving to Bombay and, you know, who are trying to do something for themselves than people from Bombay and especially Gen Z, honestly, from Bombay. So I think that filter, uh, if you've gone through some hardship and you're passionate about something, that filter has always worked because you, you'll figure out you know what to do. So what I've seen is... Uh... For me, it won't be about tier one, tier two. For me, it is as long as you're aligning the person's role to his or her passion, hmm. things will go great. If you try... But you can't find those. No? It's I mean, difficult. It's very difficult. Very difficult. Like right now, uh, I'm interviewing for an EA, hmm. right? I interviewed somebody yesterday. Hmm. Uh, IT background. Hmm. Four years, IT, kya, kya, done internships in IT. I said, why are you applying for a job for an EA? Like in short, she just needed a job. Yeah. Just trying to paint it in such a way that, oh, you know what? I really love MIS and I know working as an EA, I'll get to do MIS. I'm mm. like, MIS and you have learned Python. Right. That my data that is going to come to me is not going to come from Python right. or some other database. It's, it's, going, Excel to, sheet. it's going to be Excel sheet and it's going to be, you know, it's not going to yeah. be what you are thinking it's yeah. going to be. Yeah. While she was very well spoken, very mm. well presented, everything was good. Mm. Marks were great. I mean, it doesn't make a difference. Mm. But I actually told her, you know what, if I offer you this role, I know you'll take it. And I know you'll be good at it. Mm. It's not going to help you in your career. Mm. And then she was like, yeah, you're right. I said, what do you want to do when you go ahead? Yeah. So she's like, I want to do this, this, this. I was like, then how is this going to help? Yeah. No, no, I'm planning to apply for an MBA where this role will come in handy. I'm like, which MBA is going to give your role as an EA yeah. <laughs> weightage over yeah. you working in tech or yeah. working in, you know, whatever yeah. line that you're in? Yeah. And she's like, you know what? I'm like, she actually said, thank you so much. You've given me clarity because she's like, I've been applying. I applied in seven places, yeah. six places. I came to the last round, but got rejected. Yeah. Why? Most people want somebody, some experience. Uh, I don't have experience. So chicken or egg situation. Then I said, sure. take an internship. Sure. She's like, I've done an internship while I'm studying. I said, no, you need to do an, if you don't get any job, don't yeah. sit at home. Yeah. Figure something out. Yeah. Freelance. Yeah. Do something. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't waste time. True. Cause today True. youth people, I mean, everyone thinks you know what? We have a lot of time. Mm. While that may be mm. true. A lot of people take gap years, which is good. If you're taking yeah. a gap yeah. year, which is I'm not going to work. I'm yeah. going to travel. I'm going to, I want to figure out what I, I want to figure out, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. But if you're not doing that and you're applying for jobs and not getting them. Yeah. One, because you've set a standard too high or right. two, you've put yourself in such a narrow niche that yeah. you're not able to get into that niche because sometimes true. that niche requires something. True. True. Figure out where else you can work. Take an internship mm. if you need. Something mm. work with a startup, work with mm. a smaller company. Do, you know, you may want to lower the bar, but work sure. in a place that gives you experience, mm. helping mm. in your career path, sure. but giving clarity to people in that. Sure. So that's been a filter. Like I, there are so many times I've appointed people yeah. who did not have the qualification for the role, but, but, but are passionate about no, But tell me this, I mean, mm. you've built a successful business and multiple businesses and you employ so many people, right? Uh, I'm sure you've come across... At least I've come across this off late because I've been doing hiring for the past one and a half year. People don't come off as what they are uh, because of whatever reasons and on all fairness to, you know, hmm. them not getting all their cards out and all. How do you sort of, you know, figure that? First three months. 
and the first three months so you onboard them and then that's the only way you can figure out that there is so there are two filters one is a performance filter mm. which we give people first six months mm. and if it's not a good fit mm. earlier i used to feel extremely mm. bad to let people go mm. then i i've stopped feeling bad because hey when if somebody gets a better job they leave yeah and that's normal okay you can't match it and they if it's actually helping their career helping them grow then i've yeah. never till now stopped a single person from leaving if i know that that jump is going to be good for them yeah if it's not going to be good for them like somebody is working with let's say 10 people under them here mm. in the new job they're going to be an individual contributor yeah i'm like boss it's not about the 20% more yeah you're not growing yeah go to a job like yeah. 10 year 20 people are true True. It could be same salary, it could be low, whatever. Right. I'll still encourage them to go because you're getting more responsibility. You are getting a higher title, whatever it is. Mm. More than I'm not a big believer in titles. Mm. It's about the responsibility and the output you can right. generate, right? Nice. So the two filters: one is an output output mm. filter which has six months, but mm. two is a culture filter, process filter which is three months. Mm. And sometimes as low as one month in, if we feel that this person is not this thing, yeah, we actually ask them that hey, you may want to start looking something else because of that. But but is it all like KPI driven? It is. It is KPI driven. Uh, we do have a leadership scorecard that we use as well, and we have a culture scorecard that we keep because if a person doesn't dream. see if a person yeah. doesn't fit with you culturally, yeah, it's not going to make sense. No matter. So that's a hard learning that I've had. Mm. In the past, I've had people mm. sales in my sales team like ten yeah. years ago. top performers girl yeah. kill like, like she's yeah. broken all sales records yeah but everybody under her is leaving is quitting is just miserable because mm. and i know that's a bad sheep i know it's a black sheep mm. but i'm like are but itna sales la rahi hai kya bol sakta hu i it, i took that one decision one year too long and i realized the damage it caused every single person was under her today's leading teams in different different parts of the company right because in there right. she made it look like oh, these people know nothing all these oh. people are idiots and yeah. and i was looking at them through her lens yeah. and i'm thinking oh, they're idiots and i realized yeah. that that's not the case so whenever I, now if i see ever anyone who is yeah. a bad seed hmm. we will act very swiftly see obviously first step is you work with them letting them know sure. hey, that this is their expectation hey you're here or you're whatever you're off sure. this is what we this is how you talk to people like yeah. in adequate knocks we don't abuse hmm. just not a thing no matter you can tomorrow do something that make the whole company shut down not a single word any sure. you'll be fired or not sure nobody will abuse you sure right that's a culture so i know people the first time somebody is abused boss come to my cabin hmm. this is the culture nahi one more word out there is no right. conversation you may be whore in the it doesn't make a difference hmm. so there are some things which are non negotiable like how do you talk to people sure right how do you treat people so yeah. we have core values now every company has core yeah. values yeah. Oh, website pe rehta hai board pe rehta hai yeah. the the thing i'm really proud of is our team uses those core values in day to day conversations mm. they congratulate each other using the core value like if somebody helps somebody out so one of our core values help each other succeed almost on a daily basis across our org somebody will go out of their way some part is not in their jd not in their work not they responsible for i say hey, you know he has extra work if i know i'm capable of helping i'll go yeah. he sees he so that is the culture we build how do you impart that though? How do you? How do you? How do you impart that? Like, I'm I'm sure one, over time it gets done, but correct. how so do you start? So the first is right from get go, right from induction day. The mark will have to be right. Two, we have this very weird thing. You have to know core values by heart. Mm. I know that's a very junior KG. No, no. You need I to know a nursery rank by heart kind of. A no, thing. no, absolutely. No, but I'll, I'll I'll tell you how we enforce this, and yeah. this is a very again uh-huh. very bache like way of doing it. If a teammate doesn't know his core values, mm. his or her boss will have to write them down a hundred times. Not him. Oh, boss. Oh, interesting. So, interesting. boss is going to <laughs> nice. 
Right. And one, uh, so nowadays, I, I mean, uh, we've now grown to a certain size where I don't interview everyone. Yeah. Does, right. Yeah. Uh, so every month we have this induction session, hota, like with the team, but mm-hmm. there's a meet with me. And in that, that's it. Like, that's a known question. I'm going uh-huh. to ask random people, like, what are the core? And every time I do it, my HR girl goes like, <laughs> and if my team leads are there, they'll go like, oh shit, <laughs> somebody's going to say that. But it's nine or 10 people who know this by heart within the first 30 days of being an Hmm. The reason is you need to know it by heart too. The leaders are encouraged to use this in daily meetings, uh, in emails. Hmm. The real success is not if he says it in front of me. Hmm. The real success is he says it to him and nobody yeah. else is there. Yeah, yeah. That is what we've reached and yeah. that's taken time. That doesn't happen yeah. overnight. So that culture, because people around them are doing the same thing. But it starts from day one, from induction. It starts from day one, from induction, has to be drilled in. And they see, and when somebody is doing it, they appreciate it more. Yeah. yeah. So once they see, good behavior is appreciated. Then the chain effect happens. Chain effect yeah, hota yeah, hai. Yeah. And people who are not fitting into all of these things, right. will automatically mm. fall off. Mm. Or if we see, if they are counteracting it, we will ask them to go. If they're not Correct. counteracting it, Correct. they themselves will end up falling off because they don't gel into the culture. Right. So that becomes a huge yeah. part of success. Uh, how would you define your culture, company culture in one word? Mine, I would say, uh, I would say, it's a difficult one. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking because, this for myself and I'm like, shit, how no, do I define it? I, because I haven't honestly thought about it in this way, like one word. Oh, whatever. Uh, Chalo, two, three. Sentence. One word is difficult. I, I would say, like a lot of passion coupled with a lot of innovation and speed to execution. Execute. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Uh, because speed is everything. If you can't execute, you can't do shit. Right. <laughs> so I, I, I mean, I don't know if it's culture or not. If it, it makes up culture, but it hundred percent is. Many people think it's not. But mm-hmm. I am a big believer that innovation should be a part of yeah. culture. So when we started out, this whole culture practice yeah. like very thoughtfully going behind yeah. it which has been almost not touching a decade uh last year we added we had five core values mm. we added a sixth one mm. and it was we turned thoughts into things wow right nice. now turning thoughts into things was for me personally a very close value that i've held like every cabin of mine across everywhere always has the words thoughts into things nice. plastered on the, nice. on the wall just so that everyone can see i can see it and everyone can see nice. uh i actually wanted to call it get shit done mm. But uh, my right. marketing and HR team was like, that's not very... I mean, you have a part in your French. You have a part in my French a little bit. So I was like, okay, let's make it a little less, uh, a little more decent. And what else is close? So the the cool part is the the way we came up with all these. Mm. It's not that I came up with it and said, guys, these are our core values. Uh-huh. Whoever was there at that time in leadership, right. we came up with together. Right. In the sixth one, I started the thing, guys, I think we need a sixth core value. What is it? Mm-hmm. I think it should be around innovation, should be around more. Mm-hmm. So brainstorm kia, yeah. fine. I mean, my suggestion in that whole brainstorm was get shit done. Yeah. And uh, but there's a lot of other suggestions, yeah. but finally it came down to three, four. Again, get shit done. By the way, did make it to the top. Yeah. Uh, but finally we landed on we turned thoughts into things. I think I think thoughts into things is better than get shit done. Also, because it is more uh, I mean it is more about the whole value of execution and you know, if you have a thought, you can make Turn it. Into yeah. But the there are two other things you need to do to ensure that this innovation culture persists mm-hmm. and grows. One is celebrate failure. Yeah. Celebrate failure means not tolerate failure. Mm. Somebody was talking to the other day said, oh, we tolerate failure. I'm like, mm. that's okay. Do we celebrate failure? If somebody failed, 
you have a round of applause for failure like somebody failed mm. do you have a round of applause because they tried so mm. no, the, we have this uh, meeting and we we started only in couple of teams till now where every couple of weeks we have a, it's called innovation meeting mm. when we started this concept it was everyone comes and talks with the innovation mm. and hey we tried this and this is the results we got and most people are sharing only positive things and some people are not sharing only mm. i'm like once you didn't try anything you didn't say anything they like no no we tried it failed i mean failed Mm. So we didn't talk about it. Mm. I'm like, one sec, why? Aren't... Then I realized they're feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. What I started doing, I started sharing. Hey guys, last week now I tried this and it bombed. But hey, this is what I learned from it. Yeah. So that's, with that's failure, what is even more learn? important than? And some of those learned. And once I started doing it, some of the leaders started doing it. When the leaders started doing it, the team started doing it. Now sometimes there are failures for which we'll get a bigger clap than some success because the guys say, Hey, this happened, but here's what I learned from it. Amazing. So that and two, when people fail. do not reprimand them there should not be a negative penalty around it there should be nothing if they are failing in innovation mm. see if you fail mm. in your process which is right. like in right. your ice cream right. there is a lizard right. or somebody right. is going to right. Right. somebody head is going to roll Absolutely. right hey but they tried a new flavor it yeah. went to market and nobody like that whatever time lemon curd nahi chahiye they tried they tried theek hai try to kya learning kya tha re usko lemon curd hum try kar rahe matlab flavor That was just a pure guess. Why? I didn't know this. No, so it could be, but it can bomb, yeah. or it may be a success. Yeah. Right. But yeah. tomorrow, the culture should be that hey, we tried a new thing, even if it fails. Yeah. What did we learn? Have a round of applause for that. Interesting. The minute you start doing that, people will be okay to try new things. They will come and verbalize. See, now today, yeah. everybody in your company cannot yeah. innovate. Yeah. Your delivery guy cannot innovate. Right. But can he suggest? Hmm. Can somebody hmm. like can your receptionist tell you like hey, somebody had come and they mentioned this. Or I thought of this. I mean that, and and by the way, it should be across the org, not mm. that oh, you know, only leaders innovate, only R and D team innovates. Sure. Anyone has any ideas? Yeah. Bring it up, mm. right? So uh, whenever I meet people, and I don't meet the entire org every day. Mm. I mean, my leaders every day, but entire org maybe once in a year, once in six months, I meet every person. I ask two questions: one, what's new, which is yeah. new, innovate, yeah. right? And two, hey, what have you failed at recently? And I guess what I, I've started doing this with my kids, yeah, and it works like gangbusters. They're so and and through to tell me what they failed at, wow. and if I've imparted nothing else, mm. if I've just if they take this one thing away from me, I think I've done a good job as a parent. Amazing, like like not having fear of failure, yeah, and it's okay to fail, yeah. and it's okay to try again, like that grit factor. And, and you know, I think culturally, you know, in India, failure has always been. something which is you know shameful yeah. uh even in school i mean at least i faced that uh, you would lose people would say are har ke tum bully and all that yeah. uh, but if we celebrate failure i think it can do so much to you as a human being so much to your psychology the way you think uh, i think i'm going to take that and implement that in my company at least yeah so this is uh, so my my son plays uh, chess at a national level i remember the last time i took him for nationals The last day he was unwell. He was vomiting, and mm. and I was t- I was telling him don't go for the matches. It's okay. We will mm. just rest in the hotel. Flight is in the evening. It's okay. Just right. I have to go. I have to go. He's on the this thing in the stadium, mm. walking to the thing, and he's vomiting. And I'm like, dude, what is like? Just yeah. I was going to take him. He's like, no, yeah. like I'm going. He sat through the game. Yeah, he won that game. <laughs> he wow. came out. But he was like that. That when I saw that, I was like, yeah, that ability yeah. and that level yeah. of commitment, yeah. focus, and I was like, you know what? If you just if you feel anything, just walk out. For yeah. both the game, it's fine. Yeah. He was like, no. He kept everything in. 
he's like what i take out i'll take out nothing i'm going to focus nice. on the game and i told him it's okay to lose don't cry if you lose don't do yeah. anything yeah he came out winning and that last day two games both the games he won in spite of being sick and he did not give how old is he he's 11 now he's 11 wow. that time i think he was wow 8 he was 8 when this happened because this is just before the pandemic and it was insane like the, the, the passion that i'm seeing yeah. like in kids yeah is amazing amazing right even the passion i see in teammates today yeah like at equinox i've seen here people working till 8 9 10 o'clock mm. now if you look at from outside mm. it would be like are these guys are made to work now mm. there is a surprising part mm. not a single person is ever told mm. you need to stay beyond 5:30 right no leader is ever going to tell anybody right. to stay beyond 5:30 right. people know are they know what is at stake they know what has to be delivered mm. if they want to stay they will stay if they don't want to stay and there is no overtime there is nothing Mm. people will do because they know yaar what is at stake they will want to get it done they have taken this okay i'm going to finish it yeah that sense of ownership jo hai yeah. may not be 100% of people yeah where it is there that's appreciated yeah. now those kind of people who bring that kind of passion yeah guess what happens to them they will grow yeah. not because they waited late correct because they got shit done they finally yeah. delivered yeah. on what yeah. they had committed yeah. right yeah. Uh, a few years ago we had hired a ceo coach mm. uh, one of the best in the world mm. and my one of my business this for a different company and one of my business partners uh, he's a big believer in hey every year we have to spend on enriching ourselves i don't he, he's way more open on this than i am uh-huh. the amount we spent to bring her to india was don't even ask me cost me an arm and a leg and we had to send her to delhi and all sure. fantastic lady yeah. right and she came and spent an entire day with me at the end of the day uh, she said ashwin your job is very easy i'm like really mm. <laughs> please enlighten mm. <laughs> i'm like losing hair over it uh-huh. she like all you have to do is take commitments from people mm. and hold them accountable Mm. After nothing else, she like have people hold. Ask them for ask them only. What are you committing to? Yeah, make a note and just hold them to that. Bus or nothing. Not done. One my other mentors, he taught me another weird concept. He's like take your balance sheet, mm. divide it in four quadrants. There should be one person which is responsible for each quadrant. Nice. I like that more. I like that more yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> Because the way he. Things. This is Doctor Velu Mani from Thyrocare, oh. and uh, the way he thinks is like this. So again, when we are looking at expansion plans, mm-hmm. he is like, "How much capex do you need to pour to do this? Mm. This much? Do you have it? Yes. Deploy. Mm. Like, why are you thinking so much? Mm. Like, yeah. He simplified some of so my business is simple. People complicated with emotions and thoughts and exactly. fears. Exactly. And exactly. That's it. So he is. Like he's literally that simple. Like I remember, uh, we were going from two labs to four labs. Mm. Like we had two Bombay, Bangalore, and I wanted to put two more. Mm. I went and pitched to him, doing two. What do you think? He's like, why not four more? Mm. Demand ka hai. Mm. He's like, demand aayega. Bombay me chal raha hai. Chennai me kine chalega. Right. Chennai me bhi dal, Londa me bhi dal. Da, da, da. Right. And I said, why? He said, one, do you enjoy setting up facilities? I don't enjoy. Yeah. So one shot me, four. So two karay, four kar. Effort utni hai. Right. You'll be able to buy cheaper. mentors yeah. like this yeah who will possibly give you one little insight yeah is worth like a year of absolutely. learning year two three years of learning absolutely 
and like some of the principles he's taught me like yeah. one of the other things uh, and we use this every day at equinox it's yeah. called s6 yeah. the way of looking at data yeah. and he's infamous for that like any data he will not see in isolation s6 is what last 6 days last 6 weeks last 6 months last 6 quarters last 6 years in a single view oh in a single view incredibly powerful incredibly powerful yeah. today we have our own tech team we are designer our own mis yeah. literally last night we launched a new internal mis portal right every report is s6 you can slice and dice the yeah. field this yeah. by this that yeah. by that with city model whatever right. but it has to be six but s6 where you can see the micro right. and you can see macro right. in a single frame right it allows you to see the smaller things it allows you see larger things sometimes day becomes too for me it become too narrow so yeah. we have day like day two this uh-huh. thing but now i've actually told my teacher last 6 hours ka bhi karna padta hoga kabhi i now see month uh, <laughs> some people need to see hours because sure, operationally sure. they need they'll, they'll actually go down to sure. day by hours yeah. but that helps tremendously yeah. like uh, we have also now created heat map views wow. for almost every metric by the hour number of call made number of meetings number of collections really? of samples tested in a heat map format gives you instant idea of effectivity of person process team everything amazing So like that, and that by the way is our innovation. That wasn't it, Amazing. but that early, like early heat map gives you so many insights into productivity. I'm sure. Like you will see, hey, after two o'clock, two to three, two hour window lunch productivity. Yeah. Lunch, <laughs> lunch, <laughs> lunch. कितने घंटे का लंच है? नहीं, लंच आधे घंटे का था. But then lunch का लल से निकलने के लिए थोड़ा time लगा. ठीक है. So you see, at the end you are also seeing here the total का day का total. So after two hundred, you did two hundred. अरे, but what was the curve? How did? Yeah. So then you can even plan for that. Absolutely. So you don't like. Uh, we have another concept if you are not hitting your numbers mm. we will look at your effort closely mm. but if you're hitting your numbers we honestly don't care what the hell you do yeah don't you want to true want to go early you want to take holiday jitna jo karna hai kar bhaiya tu ek hi call kar na one my job i did if i was you meet your targets over achieve are jao bhai kya kar rahe ho like jao ghar jao jo karna hai kar one call kar like that freedom is is earned i would say it's an earned yeah. right but uh, getting to that level of that that mindset mm. right that wouldn't have come to me in my first year absolutely absolutely 100% yeah that that kind of came to right uh you worked somewhere you hustled your way uh right from you know working with clubs to yeah. you know uh, uh, yeah. getting freshers in to working in companies to a startup what in the startup world when you worked not as a founder yeah what was like some insight that you got which was like yeah i can capitalize on this or this is going to be life changing Oh, uh, I mean, from a business idea hmm. standpoint, business. Or like yeah, whatever, any personal, any whatever, whatever. What did you learn there? I think uh, India as a consumption market is so huge right now, um, and it is going to grow, right? So I think that opportunity itself is so large that anything that you do, uh, and by anything I would say, it's a little broader market for Hona's here, but uh, it's it's India's time right now. Hmm. So I feel if you're not doing something in India or something for India. Hmm. i think this is the golden time which you will never be able to come back to mm. um and do whatever like i started ice creams because i was passionate about ice creams we may get into cakes we may get into etc etc whatever uh but building on consumption for india is something which i feel i have sort of you know i am at the forefront of that at least with my business and uh, it'll help me grow as a as an right now your products would be catering to india one India one, India two, India two KBs. No, no, I'm I'm talking huh. about like you're talking about from that angle. Yeah. Uh, even a percentage of India one. Hmm. Small, Small percent percentage of India. Small percent of India one. Yeah, 
India one is huge. Hmm. India one is what top seventy five cities and uh, good disposable income. We have not even touched. I would say one two percent of India one. So uh, I love how Kishore Biani defines it. He's made it so simple. So simple. So simple. Right. Like the the uh, the nomenclature is simple. Yeah. The definition is simple. Yeah. And if once you are able to identify who you are targeting, yeah, and many a times you may not be your own target. Now this is something I learned right, from Arjun right, Vaidya. Right. Oh yeah, he was like, oh, boss, yeah. I wasn't the target of my own product. Correct. So correct. just because I didn't like it doesn't mean it will not work. Yeah, Some right. of it has worked like gangbusters. Yeah. Right. And uh, he was giving me a funny example. He was like, his team came up with some ad, you know, very dinchak ad with like purple and this and that. And he was like, are you mad? But he's like, sir, his ad is giving seven and a half rows. He's like, chala, aur chala, aur paisa dal. No, absolutely. Right? absolutely. Because sometimes you are not your customer. So that was a big learning, especially from, you know, uh, Arjun. Uh, you must have learned something from your mom. Yeah. What is something that you've learned from your mom that you're applying in business? I think showing up every day. Mm. Every mom does, right? Mm. Moms are operational wizards, be it. Um, <laughs> I mean, my mom... Uh, I've seen her all my life doing multiple businesses and managing my house, you know, taking care of me, my sister, uh, my dad, my grandparents, everybody and just doing it seamlessly, just like showing up, never cribbing, crying, no complaints, nothing uh, and even in business, she's been doing that and I think uh, uh, we really need to appreciate moms more than we do. Absolutely, uh, 100%. I mean, I don't think anybody can do as much as a mom can. I think that's a fantastic yeah. uh, note and I think fantastic note to end the podcast on. Yeah. Uh, Jay, thank you so much for taking out the time, Josh. Thanks, Ashwin, for having me. And I think we've, uh, we could have done this earlier, but I think, you know, <laughs> destiny makes it happen whenever it... I, I think it happened at the right time. Uh, I, I know it took a little bit of scheduling, but I'm, I'm so glad we met. Uh, I'm so glad and I think I've learned a lot. I'm gonna. I'm gonna probably call you from now on to get some lessons in wherever I get stuck. Anytime, anytime. So I'm. I'm seeing you know Getaway doing some fantastic work. Thank you. And uh, I'm also by the way a customer of Getaway. But th- that being said, uh, I, I think you're doing something interesting. Uh, you've been able to scale something that a couple of people have tried but not been able to scale. Yeah. Right. So I think you've uh, you've gotten that right. And uh, I'm I'm wishing you and the team the very best. Anything we can do to help, we are always ready. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. And I feel it was great. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you.